Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Level Up podcast. This is Level 5, and I am joined by Josh, my co-host. Good afternoon. I'm joined by two special guests, Gareth, back from, from Request. Hello. And Glenn as well, the ginger. Hello. So, for those of you who haven't seen this podcast before, first of all, I'd recommend going back and listening to the past few episodes. But the quick lowdown is we're just going to be talking about random crap filled with a few more facts about gaming and a bit of news and hopefully it comes across as something vaguely entertaining but let's hope so on to our very first thing that we're going to be talking about today and that's our favorite games and why they're our favorite and we ran a poll on twitter which let me get up again we ran a poll that says what is your favorite genre of game of which 31 people i believe yep 31 um, voted and 65% said other, 13 puzzle, 3% strategy, and 19% arcade. And I believe there's a few people who replied to us with that, saying platformers and RPGs were the main things that showed up. But anyway, what's your guys' like favorite game? Like Josh, what's your thing? Um, in the poll, I voted in the poll, and um, my favorite genre would be uh, arcade, or either arcade or uh, RPG. Uh, I, I said I love arcade simply just the fact that they can be really simple and just actually quite entertaining. Um, but my favorite game of all time would have to be The Last of Us, uh, simply due to the fact it's such a in-depth story, and it's <clears throat> it's just it, it's the game that's just entertained me most out of like any game I've ever played. Like I got it and I just didn't stop playing it for like a solid four months. Liar. Just, just I, I, that I'm not lying. I saw, I replayed that story over and over and over again. Honestly. Yeah. What about you, Garth? I believe you're more like a PC game, I'd imagine, or a PS4. Uh, for me, it's Borderlands Two because it's just a really good way of doing RPGs, like shoot and loot. They like really nailed it down, and there's like all these different sorts of like special legendaries you can get. From like like every boss in the game has at least one thing that's special to them that they drop, so each boss feels special in their own way. And even though the game's like supposed to be very comedic, it has a pretty decent story for what it's meant to be. Yeah, I've always been quite a big fan of Claptrap. <clears throat> if I sound pleased about this, it's only because my default tone of voice is this. Oh, fuck, I messed it up. Fuck. <laughs> You're not a tree fan, then. I, I almost had it. You almost had it, yeah. But you fucked up, so. Oh, well. <laughs> and what about you, Glenn? I imagine it's either Skyrim or a Fallout game, but... What is <laughs> to it? be honest with you, it's a hard one, but i probably Dishonored too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's surprising. Dishonored 2. I've only played the first one, and then the second one I just didn't pick up, because I got to like the fifth level of the first one. And then just... Uh, I, I played through the first one like four times, I think. <laughs> so you are sad. Uh, yeah, I've I, I played through Dishonored 2, what, like five times? <laughs> just, I, I don't know what it is about it, I just love the series. Yeah. I think like watching it. The fact that you can you can actually play as um, Emily in the second one. Yeah. Because in the first one you were saving her, she was like ten years old. 
Was she even that old? <laughs> I think she was younger. Yeah, something like that. Like she she definitely was young. And yeah, then in the old. second one, you can actually play as her when she's well, when she's the Empress. Yeah. Interesting. So Josh, yeah. how many times did you play Last of Us? I've gone. I've played through it like honestly at least ten times. I've played through it so much, like literally just for the story the first time, and then like because I see I originally watched the series on you like a, 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 a let's play on YouTube and I hated it, and then I got the game with my PS4 and I played it and I I fell in love with it, but like I yeah. played it for the story the first time and then I just kept replaying it to find all these like hidden things I didn't like find in the last playthrough and it it like it just kept me entertained every single playthrough I went through you know my favorite game actually took me a bit of time to actually figure out because there's no real easy metric to like say what's my favorite because if I was going off playtime it must be prison architect at over 200 hours and then seconded by RimWorld but then I was sitting thinking about it like for this entire week and I eventually came to the conclusion to uh, Firewatch which mm, yeah yeah I think you know why yeah you, Firewatch, Firewatch is incredible like honestly if you own a PC that can run a like a relatively small game get Firewatch it's awesome yeah, I've, I'm really tempted to buy Firewatch for my PS4. Yeah. Oh, is it on on console as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's on console. Like, it's the only game of 100%ed. Mm-hmm. Granted, there's only 10 achievements on it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I also bought the soundtrack as well, because it's absolutely brilliant. Mm. Yeah. But it was like, you, Josh, when I first seen it, it was, I watched, like, the first day of it, and yeah. it just didn't interest me at all and then i see it on a steam sale for like a fiver and i was like why the fuck not might as well try it and i absolutely loved it i played through it once just like full immersive mode and then i went back and listened to it through the there's a like an audio tour of it where the actual people who made the game mm-hmm. uh talk talk you through the entire thing and like their design process and everything which was really really cool and then i played through it again to get all the remaining achievements which was really nice and fun in general mm. but what about genres what would you guys kind of place your favorite games on or your favorite genre i will i already said i already said before i voted arcade in the poll um yep. so our arcade and rpg probably my favorite genre what about you garth probably rpg like it's the one i've probably put the most r's into out of all the genres really yeah what about you glenn i'd imagine it's rpg as well but it's worth yeah. Shot. well yeah I, li- I like rpg games but i also like rts games yes, something like right. supreme commander or you know um command and conquer yes mm-hmm. yeah and actually um What's it called? No idea. Of course, this is the time that this is the time that I can't remember the name of the game. Homeworld. That's it. Homeworld. Yes. Two. One Never actually got a chance pretty to play good. it, but it looked pretty interesting. Yeah, it is quite fun. My 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 laptop can just about run it. It's good times. <laughs> yeah, it's always a bit of a 
hard thing to do when you only have a laptop and it's trying to play games like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like even with like a half decent computer, I struggle to play some shit. Like GTA and stuff, but that's to be expected. Yeah. Same with uh, Just Cause series, which is why I didn't buy it. Mm. But I've actually become quite a big fan of stuff that's like really story focused, like um, Firewatch. Mm-hmm. It's been kind of called a walking simulator, but. Have you ever seen uh, or, pl- or played Life is Strange? No, because to me it just seemed like what Telltale was trying to I saw a play three of Life is Strange. Life is Strange. I, like I watched a playthrough and I, I enjoyed it, but it, it it was free on the PS Plus uh, free games uh, for the month, and I and I got it, and like I, I started playing it the other night, and like playing a game and watching a game is it's it's so different because like I enjoyed yeah. watching it, but playing it is just so much better. Like Life is Strange is an incredible game. It's really it's got a really good story. Um, it's. It, it, it's it's like your decisions in game impact the rest of the game so like that, just like the game. butterfly effect <laughs> until yeah, dawn yeah, <laughs> oh <laughs> until dawn was a great game to watch yeah, yeah i don't think i could have played it though because i get to like any amount of horror in a game just kind of i, I could have played it but i would have ended up killing everyone yeah i'm the same Especially i'm horrible at quick time events <laughs> yeah emily could have just jumped off a cliff and died for all i cared <laughs> There's a story game you ever play, you have to play Tales from the Borderlands. It is by far my favorite Telltale game out of all of them. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew it like existed, it I just never like, played it. During the game, you can get things like money, and there's like little bits that you can get and all. Like You can get outfits for certain characters because you've been collecting money throughout the game. So you can get like a tuxedo for a loader bot you have. <laughs> that just sounds like a microtransaction thing. Like you get so easy stuff microtransaction into that, but uh, I've just become so Yeah. Like speaking of Telltale, like The Walking Dead. Like yeah. the master of all story games, I think. Like even mm-hmm. the mobile version of it was good. Mm-hmm. Like you could play the first episode for free, I believe. I mean, guys, you know, I'm a pretty big fan of, you know, the, the Minecraft story mode. It was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty good. I, know, I fucking hated it. It was, fucking, it was terrible. <laughs> I think Telltale just went down the hill. Yeah. Like, I think... They're, they're, they trying, to, they're so trying to take work. on all these big brands and, like, like, like they, they, see, they see a big, a big uh, TV show or a big, a big game franchise and they try, they try to, like, make their own story around it. And like they don't really succeed because the original storyline is a lot better than their one. So yeah, they just can't get it right. It's a bit like the thing. Like when I was, I was listening to Rick and Morty, the actual creators of it talking, and yeah. they were talking about why they were really scared to do a third season. They're saying because like the people who have watched Rick and Morty will be able to create up create better episodes than them. That's their kind of feeling. I think that's something nine that... more seasons, Nifty. We're gonna get nine more seasons. <laughs> Until the last seven years. Oh. I, I like I think that is a problem with a lot of games that try to take on like yeah. franchises. Yeah. Is that just gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Like the Game of Thrones one doesn't seem too good. Or the yeah. Batman Origins one, or I'm sure there's many more Telltale have done now. 
because like the walking dead they made their own story for it like completely different whilst the other ones are trying to tie it in and it doesn't like that's not a great way to go about writing a story i don't think well tales from the borderlands did it pretty well like because you have certain characters referenced in and actually sort of connects with storyline from like the main games yeah suppose it just depends on your approach to a game and particularly what game it actually is because like minecraft is not a game you can put story into yeah story as in like telltale story it, it, like that that's like a bad story but you can like make your own story in 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 minecraft like yeah but that's what minecraft's for yeah you know yeah well but, but like telltale's like like um telltale Telltale, shut up. Telltale's impression of like the story that they made, but wasn't like the best. Yeah, because like I think if um, Telltale would come out and do like a Fallout one, I wouldn't play it mm-hmm. because to me it's no. Fallout's idea of story is more like reactionary. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. it's like. You're traveling through you see a thing you do it you know it's yeah. not you're not going down a set path generally apart from fallout 4 which i hate but mm-hmm. yeah subtle well, that's what RPGs are for, because like rpgs you can do whatever you want to do in the game yeah apart from jrpgs they tend to throw that conception out of the window yeah but yeah on to my first did you know facts so, you all heard of Silent Hill, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in Silent... at least heard of Silent Hill. Yeah. Well, in Silent Hill 1, there's a skill. And that skill is based on a movie skill that is... Uh, and that movie just happens to be Arlen Schwarzenegger's The Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> Which is a brilliant <laughs> film, by the way. Literally, it's one of his better ones. <laughs> I enjoyed it. And I've watched like pretty... 10. Sorry? You're like 10 years old, that's why you enjoyed it. No, I watched like <laughs> two years ago. I've watched all of Arlen Schwarzenegger's movies. I'm not sad. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty sad. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like loads of like the 1980s films as well. I'm, yeah. I'm just that kind of film buff. Wasn't it? Hate... Arnold Schwarzenegger's first film was a porno. Most likely, I haven't watched that one now. Made that out of the list, but <laughs> but I could see him and something like that. Mm. I'd say I'm surprised, but like he wouldn't want his sweet accent. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, I believe pretty much everyone here at least plays a game competitively. Or a competitive game, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I definitely do. <laughs> Gareth? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah Gareth plays Overwatch, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not shithole yeah. game. I play Overwatch. <laughs> so my question is, can competitive... Can competitiveness in a, a gaming community ruin a game? What do you think? Josh? Competitiveness in the community... Like, I mean, what 
what what do you mean by competitive? What are they competing for? Like the community? Just like to win. Like say for instance if there's a game like Overwatch where it's a win or lose situation. Mm-hmm. You know, constantly mm-hmm. being like, I need to win. And if I lose then it's absolutely crap. I mean, yeah, it can it can definitely cause like a lot of players like who go on who who are like top in like 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 some of the top players in the world or something and then like it, like something goes wrong in a game and they lose and like it just makes them like hate the game. And yeah. Then, like like it, it, competitiveness can like lose a lot of players as well. Like if people are competing and they're always losing, you're not you're not gonna, you're not going to play it. So you're just going to sell it, sell the game. So Cause that's a problem like Dota's having at the moment is new players are coming in and then they're paired up with all these people who are like real spikes and really want to win. And if you're yeah. playing bad, they just kick you from the game. And like. Mm-hmm. Hmm. When you join that community, you're immediately gonna leave again. Yeah, like no one enjoys that. Mm-hmm. A game that's like completely competitive is it's, it's it's always gonna do that. But if it's a game like you you can enjoy like without having to be competitive, like like yeah. take Rocket League for example. It ha- it's in yes, um, it's in uh, the esports esports like it's, it's got like world championships and like there's competitiveness like in the game. But you can play like exhibition matches or just like against your friends for fun and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I think that game is inherently fun. Yeah. You know, it's just playing the game is fun. It's not the winning part. Exactly. exactly. And I think some games put too much focus on the winning. Yeah. Like Dota, mm-hmm. obviously, and I don't know about Overwatch. Never played it. Never will. There's not really a big emphasis on winning in Overwatch. Although, if you're playing competitive, obviously you are out yeah. there to win. But casual plays, just here, pick this person, pick that person. Don't really care much. Yeah, even in casual play, there's a problem because uh, they introduced like ages ago the arcade loot boxes, and that means like you uh, have to get yeah. three wins to get a loot box. So people will like proper rage if they don't get them in like free mm-hmm. games. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just I play like arcade in Overwatch, not for loot boxes, but just because it's better than quick play, especially when total mayhem's are in rotation. Yeah. Yeah. I believe, um, oh, what do you call it? FIFA has a real problem with that as well. Oh, oh, or... <laughs> like, yeah, like, like literally the smallest match can mean everything in FIFA. Yeah. Like, like in when you compete for like one of the smallest matches, like just just if you if you're playing in a, in a, a league and like you have ten games, you have to play ten games in the league, and like. If if you don't like uh, advance to the next league, like your first game could be like one of the most meaningless games because it's just the first one out of the ten. But if you don't win that, that could set you off to a bad rep for the for the next nine. So yeah, I think like yeah. I think just FIFA in general is a problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a pretty pretty valid statement. Or even more valid, I think EA is just the problem. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think like competitive kind of competitiveness actually work in a game community? Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if it's even if it's competing like just for fun, like comp- competing just like not even competing to win for stats, competing to win like just for fun. There was a charity event where there's five teams competing. Uh, just to win absolutely nothing, 
but like it, it was really fun. It, it like it was the charity event raised over two hundred thousand dollars for this yeah. charity, and it was just competing literally just for fuck all. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it was it was really it was really good. It was really fun to watch actually as well. Sure, it was actually because like I know like I know Rocket League is getting bigger and bigger. Um, mm-hmm. um I've watched a bit of Rocket League gameplay, and it's actually quite entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. played quite a lot of it. Like I played, def- I've definitely started playing quite a lot of it recently, like, especially competitively. Like I used to be shit at it, and now I'm actually kind of like pretty decent at it. So I've decided to start competitive, and it's going kind of well. Because <laughs> I know, like recently, I've started playing Magic the Gathering like properly competitively. Now, yeah. like it's gotten to the point now where I actually have a card. Like I don't have it on me, but literally, I've got a card that says I'm now uh, actual. Um, competitor, I'm I'm now in the world rankings. Granted, I'm at the <laughs> fucking bottom of them, but I'm in the world rankings. <laughs> like, I play, I played um, Overwatch. Like the first season of competitive Overwatch got placed in like the equivalent of diamond, and dropped to like high platinum by the end of it. And yeah. I I didn't play the next season. Season three, I got placed in high gold got got up to like platinum again and it, it is once you're in like platinum league you need to play competitively like it is it's yeah. do or die in platinum league yeah there comes a point where it's either you play competitively or you don't play <laughs> yeah but then again you want to do that so yeah it's not a major problem yeah i think it's coming down to free will Ooh. <laughs> do we really have it that is the question it's <laughs> a good question <laughs> we're getting deep but what is it <laughs> 11 o'clock at night yeah questions you really want to ask yourself <laughs> but who wants to do their did you know fact next uh, I'll do this one Okay, go for it. This one is about um, Space Invaders, like the uh, the arcade machine. But um, right. whenever Space Invaders got released in Japan, like way back in the day, uh, it was actually so popular it caused a temporary short shortage in the 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 one hundred yen coin, which is like obviously the, the yeah. coin most commonly used for the Space Invader machines. But it, it got so popular there was like a drought in the coin. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's actually even like hard to quantify. Yeah. Like, yeah. like an entire set of coins becoming sparse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like imagine trying to get rid of all the one piece. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like that's never gonna fucking happen. No. <laughs> And if it does, they'll be worth more than one P. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's the point? The only way anyone could ever get rid of one P's is just in the slot machines. But we don't even use one P slot machines, not two P. Yeah, they, they don't actually, the majority of them don't accept them. Exactly. Because it's not economical to store them. It's the same with uh, a few local stores. Um, I know Marks and Spencer's over here. I don't know any other... Universal equivalents, but they do not accept one piece. 
what hmm. like like exact change. Yep. What the fuck? So everything in there is mm-hmm. actually rounded up by one yeah, p. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Instead of it being like one ninety nine, it's like two quid. Yeah. Yeah. Because for them, it's just so dear to actually hold all those one p's that they just don't do it. Yeah. But then that that runs the risk of like having it as two pound whenever the cashier gets paid instead of having to go through the cash the the till to get the one p to to. Uh, give the change if someone gives the exact amount like the two pound cashier can just put it in the pocket you know yeah then again do you really think marks and spencers cares about two quid (laughs) well i mean like if it happens a lot then then they're gonna start caring yeah but i'm sure you can place other things like in the way of that i'm sure there's a way around that but talking about like short changing um it's become quite common now for publishers to put out uh, AAA games and not really finish them, and yeah. with, and instead do it with DLC. Better on <laughs> Destiny. Destiny. Destiny is is so infamous for that. Yep. Same mm-hmm. with um, oh, what do you call it? No Man's Sky. It's recently yeah. got an update, which I've seen, and I was like, oh, that looks pretty interesting. And then he clicked on the IGN review, and then it's like, it's not pretty interesting. <laughs> Their idea of missions was just to procedurally generate them all. It's like, get this from this place, bring it back to me. Good. Like, I still I still own No Man's Sky because I'm waiting for the day it actually becomes good, which would obviously be never. You know? um, <laughs> like, I, I actually, me, me and my friend Sean, we, we, we reinstalled, like, all the updates and stuff, like, about a month ago, and, and started playing No Man's Sky just for, like, 10 minutes before we deleted it again. <laughs> got, got to, there was a point where I died in space and I got put in this room that I couldn't get out of. So I had to uninstall all the save data just just to be able to like get out of this room. And I was like an R in. So I had to like <laughs> like just delete an R of my worth of my progress because I was just stuck in a room. Well, I do believe um, No Man's Sky now actually has multiplayer like properly in it, apparently. Uh, you can believe that. More like yeah. the multiplayer it was supposed to have at launch. Yep, it was in the change notes. In, like, interaction. <laughs> I believe so. Well, not, not not so much interaction, but like like because you could see other people, but you could yeah see their player model. You could see their ships. But, yeah, which is a step in Yeah, it's like Minecraft except you couldn't place any blocks. <laughs> That's yeah, your idea. <laughs> turn around and there's some ball of light behind me and I'm like, okay, that's a player. I can't do anything about that, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like a bit like, I know Dark Souls has a multiplayer system in it, but it's not like... Generally, you just see a random ghost walk by and it's like, okay, cool. You know, yeah. it's not really... <laughs> they don't say this game is multiplayer. Mm-hmm. You can summon people to help you with boss battles, but that's about it. And... Well, you can also have people come in and try to kill you as well. Oh, fuck, don't remind me. <laughs> I was up, I was playing it a while ago, and literally trying to get through this one small area, and about three or four series of fuckers decided to keep on invading me. And it got to the point where I was like, take the ethernet from my computer and unplug it, just to finish that last <laughs> little bit. Because it was driving me fucking nuts. That you can't just not like be able to be invaded and still have the 
the little tips and shit, mm. which really that pissed me off. But what can you do? He uses the tips other than for just saying weird stuff. No, I love it. There is a like whenever you see Guinevere in Dark Souls One, and everyone just says "amazing chest ahead." <laughs> 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 For those of you who don't know, Guinevere is like a really hot chick with um, like really, really, really large breasts. Hence the amazing chest ahead. Or always saying praise the sun, like everywhere. <laughs> like even like the darkest dungeon. Just up right on a cliff, jump off, a treasure below. <laughs> yes, that's a really good one as well. Or a legionary wall. <laughs> But anyway, back on the topic. Um, do you think it's like viable for publishers to do this to have DLC that like comes like mean, after? Like it is, it is a terrible system for them to do. Think of how popular Destiny was. Wait, like, Destiny was popular. Oh yeah, at launch Destiny was like oh yeah, launch. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I like I, I, it's it, it was it was still like quite popular for a while. But at launch, that's all they had. And then when they then when they figured out that they, they had the DLC for the, to be able to, they had to get the DLC to be able to finish the game. Like like that. That's when it came like became stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wasn't planning to buy a whole lot of the DLC. Like maybe like the first couple because I I got the expansion pass, so I was going to get the first two anyway. But yeah. whenever year one like passed and then the taken king came out and you had to buy it because it didn't let you play pvp without it mm-hmm. yeah, like and that was whenever i was like pretty good at rumble so <laughs> yeah, a big no deal anymore mm-hmm. like if i remember though destiny's launch was a massive fuck up <laughs> yeah like the beta came out and it had pretty much like almost half of what the game was. Yeah. And then there's issues where, like, after actual launch, like, it's actual launch, then they actually had to sit down and re-record a lot of the audio. Because it was that... Oh, yeah, long. because they they changed voice actors for the ghost. Yes. Yeah. I believe it was... Which was stupid, because Dinklage was, like, I think a lot better than Nolan North. Yeah. That happened... Yo, Nolan North, I, he's such a great voice actor. Like, he's a good voice actor, yeah, but I just prefer Dinklage. Yeah. He sounds yeah. way too happy for what's happening. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the I th- darkness is coming gonna, after us. Gonna... Ooh, look, a cave. <laughs> that's probably the only instance where I know people's actual names. Like, I know who Peter Dinklage is, and I know who no one is. But I don't, I'm, not, I'm never going to know anyone else's name. Like, ever. <laughs> I know, I'm uh, I like People who started playing Destiny after year two just don't know how good Dinklage voice sounds as a ghost. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I would like, if I was still into Destiny, I would pay to have Dinklage <laughs> back. I I do not like Nolan North's voice. Mm-hmm. Uh. I suppose it's just a matter of taste for some of it. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. I hear, I hear a lot of Nolan North because I because I, I listen to a lot of Rick Dolphin, so yeah. Nolan North voices so many people. Like I'll yeah. hear a voice in a game 
and then like I'll see the voice actors, and then while I'm just like Nolan North, and I'm like, mm, he wow, was, I didn't he, he realize was some guy in Uncharted Four. Um, he's actually so many. Like I seen a a video it was like by PlayStation's PlayStation Access, and it was like an interview yes. with Nolan North, and um, it, it, like this girl was like running through like a bunch of names of characters he played, and there were like forty, like from like so many different games, and he was like, I don't remember that one. I don't remember that one. What was that one again? Like he just does so many. Yeah, sometimes that's a bad thing. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Because like, like he gets, he gets if you know like, like you look at Friends. Yeah. Like, none of them have went on to actually have an acting career after it because everyone looks at them as like, oh, that's Joey from Friends. Yeah. You can't take that seriously anymore. It's the same with yeah, Harry Potter no, as well. No one looks and goes, oh, that's Matt LeBlanc from Top Gear. It's, it's always Joey from Friends. But yeah, DLC. Do you think if we were to put it out and have it free, would that be okay? Yeah, free DLCs like it, it. It's great. Like everybody loves a bit of free DLC. <laughs> Basically, just a patch. <laughs> yeah. Like if it's the free DLC for the story, the main story of the game, like it, like it should definitely be free. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but if it, like, like... What? No, you, you, you were in the middle of something. You say what you were going to say, Glenn. No, I was, I was going to move off to a different. I was like halfway through saying something different. Like you were in the middle. Just keep going, Josh. Um. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I can't remember what I was saying now. Damn it, Glenn. <laughs> um. No, I can't remember. Just, Probably just something about DLC. DLC. No, I have no <laughs> idea what it was. I've completely gone out of my mind. Well it was just like, <laughs> for, like free DLC. Just talking about it there, and like a game that does free DLC pretty well was or is Warframe. Like, yeah. It, although yeah, it is pretty. It is still like a lot of people would say it's still beta, uh. but it is free to play, and all like the updates and stuff are free updates. It's actually getting an open world update pretty soon. Oh, interesting. Uh, which, um, they're like testing the waters to see if, if people like it, they're going to bring out more of that sort of content. Because like, people could always argue that like Minecraft is still like an early access, practically. Yeah. Although, does Minecraft even still have a following? <laughs> does it? Obviously, yeah. But it, it's, it's, all, it's, it's nothing... Nothing vanilla. It's always like a mod. It's completely modded. Everyone follows yeah. mods, like modded let's plays and stuff like that. Like, but literally vanilla is it just? Be- it's just becoming mods. Like mm-hmm. they just take ideas from mods and they're like, let's make that vanilla. We you see this yeah. mod, let's put it into vanilla. Like that's how that's how a lot of the animals and like a lot of the, the redstone and stuff like pistons were originally a mod before they were vanilla. Yeah. And then yeah. Think. Yeah, like, to, like community creations, they're pretty good in games. Like, yeah. yeah. Another thing that Warframe does <laughs> is community creations. Like, if you make something like that's good enough, like, say, a cape, they'll put that cape into the game for players to use. Yeah, which is the way content like, should be created. Like, weapon skins and stuff, even. 
which can work. Yeah, it works pretty well too, because it, it keeps more. It keeps stuff coming in. Yeah, without actually having to pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> which is the although like. I've heard a lot of complaints about Warframe for its microtransactions and like a lot of games for microtransactions, but you don't need them. Yeah. Like people say it's pay to win. It's not. It's pay to win faster, but not by no means pay to win. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Which is the way pay to win or like microtransactions in general should kind of be. If you're going to have them in, at least don't have them necessary. Yeah. Let's try not to bash on microtransactions again, because I believe we've done that twice. <laughs> Five episodes. <laughs> we bash on so many things that we got. We got like this. I was gonna. We were, we were gonna try and make this the first episode where we don't mention it, but we bash on Bethesda a lot. I don't even know why, because Bethesda aren't that bad of a company. It's just I, I, I know. Oh, it's just like they're just the ones that are picked on. <laughs> Yeah, after E3, it was like, yep, yeah, you're, you're unredeem- unredeemable now. It's just, you're not going to be our horse that we flogged to death. <laughs> hey guys, did you hear Skyrim's coming to pregnancy tests? <laughs> <laughs> did you, it was, was it you who sent that meme? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, there's a brilliant um, one I seen absolutely ages ago that was the... It was like the Folly Pit Boy, but with running Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Or like, like you, the your watch with just Skyrim on it. There would be also if someone made a mod that allowed you, allowed you to play Skyrim or any other games actually inside Folly. I would, I would play that. <laughs> I want a Skyrim mod. Play Skyrim in Folly. No, 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 I want a Skyrim mod where I can play Skyrim in Skyrim. Playing <laughs> <laughs> an Inception. Just like reading Elder Scroll and it starts playing Skyrim. Yo, that'll be so. But it's like an eight-bit version. That'll be so. <laughs> <laughs> like start all the way back, like Morrowind and Daggerfall, and yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I believe, like Daggerfall is open source, by the way, so. Yeah. If anyone's out yeah. there who wants to play Daggerfall, it's free. Like, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't pick it up. All you need is DOSBox and you're good to go to run it. Because it turns yeah. out that game is made back in the DOS days, yeah. which is hard to believe, <laughs> but it's true. I was actually tempted to download it, but at the same time, I can't be bothered to download the emulator, so I won't. <laughs> That's pretty much my reasoning for the majority of stuff. At this point, it's like the emulator just takes too much time to set up. Apart from the PlayStation, yeah. its emulator was really easy to set up. And I've got way too much enjoyment out of it. <laughs> Same. Like, I don't know, old games seem to have better story. Yeah, because I think they had less to work with, I think. Is yeah. The... yeah. Like, it's, it's not all about graphics and mm-hmm. gameplay. It's more story yeah, like like game games back in the day like although they were still like like there were still some huge huge games back in the day like like with huge storylines but like because because of like the the technology that they had to work with and like the the power that the old consoles have like they didn't they couldn't go 
so in depth a story like 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 Skyrim would or or like Fallout would, but yeah, but it, it, but they still managed to be so creative that they've made such a really good story. Yeah, like if you ever look at Dark Souls One and just look at the lore from it, considering yeah. you cannot get any lore like just thrown at you. Yeah, there is so fucking much. Yeah. And it's portrayed through everything from the music to the character design to little like, trinkets. Like mm-hmm. everything is thought so well through. Mm-hmm. And that's a yeah. perfect example of working with limitations and you get something bang on out of it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. Like Activision has basically come out and said, yeah, like remaster games because it's just the most profitable thing to do. Like, look at Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. That was, like, Jesus top Christ, seller yeah. for three weeks, and that was a PS4-only game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you imagine what that would be like if it was released with all platforms at once? Because yeah. I believe there is rumours of it coming to Xbox. Yeah, because it doesn't say exclusive on the box or anything. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait till they remaster games like Spyro and Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh my god, if they really set run, I'm going to love them forever. If they remaster Simpsons Hit and Run, I will bring my PlayStation to yours, Nathan, and we will sit and we will nerd that out. <laughs> Damn fucking right we will. Oh my god, fucking so good. Like, for fuck's sake, I still play it. It's, so, it's such a good game, I know. <laughs> or Star Wars Battlefront 2. If they remade, yeah. remade it correctly, <laughs> I would definitely play it. Oh, I believe yeah. they're teasing um, Space Battles. For Battlefront 2, the remaster. Yeah, it's Battlefront 2. I think they confirmed it. Oh, have they confirmed it? Yeah. Yeah. Is it in the beta? I don't know. Is is the the closed beta already happened, or is it? I believe it's already happened. Yeah. Yeah, because there was in the in the beta there was uh what you could do is a land battle and a space battle to play. No. So. I think they've learned from their mistakes. Yeah. I think I just hope they actually have. I just I always remember that comparison of like Star Wars Battlefront two, like the old one, and then the new EA the one EA made a couple of years ago and it was like Star Wars Battlefront two had like seventeen maps and this new one had like ten or like, or yeah. like seven or something like that. And, like, and they weren't even like massive or something like that. They yeah, were just exactly. like I think they were might have even been smaller. Yeah. But like Which it's just unacceptable. better than the old one was compared to the new one. And it's not like um, EA had hardware limitations. Exactly. <laughs> like, then again, it is EA we're talking about after all. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> and like, even the fact that EA were like, like EA could have done it so much, like the multiplayer, are like so much better because of how, how advanced it is now. But like Star Wars Battlefront 2 had multiplayer back in the day, and it was incredible. Like a lot better than the one we mm-hmm. have today. Yeah, especially on PC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that in the new Battlefront 2, uh, melee is really broken. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, it's really even... OP. Someone killed Darth Maul with, like, five hits. <laughs> <laughs> then again, is Darth Maul really a good, like, measuring stick? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. He died in the first goddamn episode. <laughs> <laughs> I only had, like... So, so, so did Liam Neeson. So... <laughs> <laughs> but like come on like he only had like 15 minutes of screen time I'm sure it's way less yeah. than that yeah. 
then again, Darth Maul made a return in um, you know the anime like uh, yeah. Lucas animated series Star Wars: yes, The Clone yeah. Wars, which I watched as a kid, and then I got bored of. <laughs> I, I'm I'm actually rewatching it all now. <laughs> I almost like I should. I actually quite liked it. And yeah, because it's actually it's so much better than Rebels. <laughs> yeah. Because uh. I remember being like a massive Star Wars nerd back in the day. I still am. <laughs> yeah, Hulk land. Probably all of a sudden still a Star Wars fan because of prequel memes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember they released the Clone Wars game, Lego one, for the Wii and stuff, and I remember playing the shit out of that. It was the only <laughs> Lego game I've actually completed. I've played, I've played in 100%ed every single Lego Star Wars game except the Rogue One. Except. Rogue One, which was the newest one. I, I, I bought the Force Awakens like when it came out, and I I I, I that shit. I forgot that the Force Awakens Rogue One even had a Lego game. And then I tried, and then I tried to refund, and Tesco wouldn't let me. <laughs> we'll just yeah. give it the game and get, get like two quid for it. <laughs> like, I actually I went I went up and I was like, uh, it's broken and. I just kind of want a refund. Uh, I was like, well, I said it's it's my little nephews, and like he didn't tell me exactly what happened. He was like, it just keeps getting stuck at this level. Uh, go get a refund or something. Like, I, was, I was like, yo, I got my little nephew this for his birthday, and it's broken. Can I get a refund? And they were like, oh, we don't do refunds, uh, but you can get it. You can swap it out for a new one. And I was like, uh, sure. I just I just I might as well swap it. I can get a brand new copy. I can I can sell it like in its wrapper. And this was like. <laughs> This was like a solid a solid ten months ago. I did this, and it's still in its wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! If I was you, I'd just hold on to it. Then. Yeah. Wait until the. I'm gonna. Yeah, just wait until the console becomes obsolete and stuff. Exactly. And then sell it again. Because, <laughs> like, if you look at like uh, PS2 games now, mm-hmm. they're worth a lot more than they used to. Yeah, like, yeah, PS2 like, like back in the day when you like when you bought a brand new PS2 game, it was like fifteen to twenty quid, and then it like as it as like it got old, it, it went down to like three quid, and then now you can buy some hip scissors hit and run for the disc on PS2, thirty five quid right now. Yeah, and like that, it's it's that's incredible. The joys of economics. Exactly. Those evil bastards. Like, Nathan, you can see, like, them hundreds of PS2 discs we own. We could probably make, like, a solid thousand pound off them. Yeah. But are we going to sell them? No. Because, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the problem with me. Like, Magic Gathering cards, I went through and sorted them all. And let's just say I've got over a thousand. And some of them are worth upwards of a hundred pound. Yeah. Like, one card. I could sell them. Never will, but I could. <laughs> Like there's a card I price is like holy shit that's a uh, that's a hundred and thirty quid. I should mostly like, put that on a sleeve or a protector or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting lying on my desk right next to my <laughs> next to my tea. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, on to your final two people. Or for our did you know facts, Glenn? What was your did you know fact? Well. Did you know that we spend, like, across all platforms, about three billion hours a week playing video games? 
Actually, Glenn, I did know that because you told me just before the podcast started. <laughs> Shut up. That's quite an insane number. $3 billion a week. <laughs> those are rookie numbers. <laughs> Gotta pump those numbers up. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be like everyone in the world pets half an hour a week. Yeah. Did you just work that out? Sorry? Did you just work that out or is that a guess? Well, it's a rough guess. Like, I do not know the current world population. I don't even know if it's still 6 billion or is it 7? Like? I mean, I, mean, I, it's like I play... It's like over 7. Oh, well. It's like 7 point... Like seven point six billion. Oh, never mind. Then I'm way off. Uh-huh. I mean, I pr- I probably play like how many hours in a week. One hundred and six hundred and fifty <laughs> years like that hours in a week. Seventy-two. Something like that, yeah. One hundred and sixty-eight. One hundred sixty-eight. I said one hundred fifty-eight. I was close. Um, I probably play like a solid like sixty hours of video games a week. I know. I remember. I remember the very first time when I done the Prison Architect, mm-hmm. and you know that show was like in this week you've played so many hours. Yeah. And that number was forty eight. <laughs> yeah. In five days. And I was like, I like how, I need to I like stop. how Steam wanders. That that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very helpful for me to realize when I have a problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have like five hundred hours in Gary's mod purely because of all the different modes people have made for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame I can't clock in like how many hours of Magic the Gathering I've played because it would be insane. Yeah. Like, I spent all of last week. Like, all of it. Mm-hmm. Apart from, like, taking breaks to sleep and eat. <laughs> so, yeah. My life has become a shameful, shameful existence. Yeah. Speaking of shameful <laughs> existences, Gareth. What was your um... <laughs> uh, Did you know that the fastest quest to complete in the game in Borderlands 2, Face Mix Shooting, was actually one of the hardest quests to program, as they had to deal with exceptions for shooting other parts of the body other than the head? Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Supposedly, a group of Gearbox employees worked on the quest on and off for months. <laughs> One quest, that's, that's, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, and it's literally just a psycho that screams at you, Shoot me in the face! Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> then you shoot him and he just yells, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's something Nathan would do. <laughs> what the programmer or to actually do it the psychopath all oh, right i'm not a psychopath i'm just no have but a pro- you'd love someone to shoot you in the face wouldn't you <laughs> it's not my fault that my um prefrontal lobe is slightly malformed <laughs> don't get scientific with me <laughs> <laughs> you, know, I, you know i have no idea what you just said <laughs> josh doesn't even have a prefrontal lobe yet <laughs> Decisions. I believe it's the frontal lobe. It's basically the very front of your brain. If it's slightly slanted, you're pretty much a psychopath. Nathan, but... I used to play on the DS the brain trainer <laughs> game. I, I know what a prefrontal lobe is and the prefrontal vortex and all that malarkey. 
Um, not vortex, cortex. <laughs> cortex. Bugger <laughs> off. <laughs> I've like, been playing Life is Strange, and there's a squad called the Vortex Club, okay? Yes. That's probably where I got it from. Probably. Speaking of, since mm-hmm. you just remind me of the Brain Trainer game, that reminds me. Mm-hmm. For any of you, are you familiar with Games Done Quick? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you seen no. Taskbot does uh, oh, yeah. a Brain Trainer? Yeah, I've yes. Seen it. Yes. Jesus Christ, that is so fucking good. But basically, uh, it's. Com- yeah, just Google it. It's basically it starts off like really normal, and then all of a sudden it just starts drawing like Pokemon, and it's getting it right. <laughs> yeah, it is insane. Like, the part where they started drawing what Twitch Chat is currently typing was amazing. Yes, and it fucking worked. <laughs> Like it didn't like Japanese symbols and stuff. It was yeah. really, really cool. Like it even like did like a error report like midway through it <laughs> and shit. Yeah. It was so goddamn good. But anyway. Uh Glenn, where can they find gaming on the midis? <laughs> what sorry, huh? Where can we find gaming on limiters? Come on, you're part of it, you should know it. Go on, go on, I did it before you try it. <laughs> <laughs> on where YouTube can they on find Facebook? our Twitter, Glenn? <laughs> oh, I wonder where could... I think, I think they can find our Twitter on Facebook. Tom <laughs> 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 Boozled again. No, yeah. <laughs> no, so you can find Gaming Unlimited at Gaming Unlimited. Because, yeah, the lazy bastard can be putting in ed no matter what cameron says that is the reason um you can also find them given at uk.wb.com i believe though that website's currently undergoing maintenance or it's changing domain i can't remember i can't remember what cameron told me i wasn't really listening to be honest but... i i don't listen to anything like i have the group chat muted <laughs> same <laughs> i was gonna do a video and then i was just like no nah, i'm not doing this video now and garth i believe you can find you uh, at Sir Turtle, I believe. Sir, Sir underscore Turtle. Nah, there we are. And Josh, well, you never want to find him. Uh, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find the podcast at level underscore up podcast. And we're also streaming live on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash JSG underscore underscore. Because Under, two underscores is very important. Yes. It's, yeah, it's a bit of a dickish move, but I like it. And then finally, if you want to see our website, which I think there might be more stuff coming to it fairly soon. I might start adding more stuff to it, but no one is just a podcast. Um, go to the level up podcast.wordpress.com and you'll go straight there. And apart from that, I believe that's everything that's in the domain of links and cleanup, I believe. Is there anything else you want to mention? No. No? Dead on. Well, this has been us at Level Up Podcast. I hope you have a beautiful day, night, or evening, or I don't know. If you're up in the ISS, I hope you had a good rotation around the Earth. I don't know. Um, Perfect. that, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>